Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. You know what? We're getting a lot of, lot of reaction to your negativity over the last two days about your own team fight. I think most Giant fans probably enjoy what they're hearing and Hopefully they're going to get all jacked up for Sunday's game, and it's going to be an amazing, an amazing thing. So yesterday, I was thinking after we left, because I didn't really get a chance to talk to you. You were doing your scuttlebutt thing out in the in the, in the room. You're I talking. was doing my scuttlebutt yeah, thing. Yeah, like you were talking to a lot of people out there. You know, you're trying to you know get in a mix, and you were getting all your stuff and all that other stuff. <laughs> so I never really got a chance to talk to you after we left yesterday. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to calm you down, because I really felt like yesterday... You want all negativity on your Vikings. And I was like, I, and I know this is a real thing. This is not made up. Yeah. I know this is your, this is your life. So I sent you a photo yesterday of the biggest Viking fan of my life. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure that you saw this and that she's rooting for your Vikings. That is and that's right. my little Winnie Doo my granddaughter. Who is a uh, a huge Viking fan? Look at that! I <laughs> That's mean, do great. You love that or not? That is awesome. So it's a Viking knit cap. Right. I mean, it's not the purple and yellow, but it is a Viking one. Right. Um, and it's got the horns on it and everything that we're looking at at CBS Sports Network, and it's just an unbelievable picture. So is that just, a smoochable face or what? Oh, the, the, absolutely, <laughs> just adorable. So that did put a smile on my face. I would recommend that she does not become a Minnesota Viking. She's rooting fan. for Uncle Geo, <laughs> but who, if you'd who, like to. Who, who, for me, who sent me the grow garden with uh, nine thousand pieces? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hope she's enjoying it. And uh, yeah, so I hope I, I, you know, that's great that we've got a supporter there in Winnie Doodoo uh, for Sunday. Winnie Doodoo's all over you now. So uh, you know, I gave her a, a present this year that included Legos, and it was a train set. You put you put the train down, you, you put the Legos in the cylinder, and the train lays out the Legos for you. Now, of course, Matt, her dad, the Islander. You know, he's setting up the Legos hand by hand. Right. You know, which he's not supposed to do. Yeah, not smart. And then, of course, you know, Sydney and he are laughing that this is a lot of pieces like your grow garden. And then, uh, of course, they break the, the train. Sydney's like, oh, this is going in the garbage. Oh, thanks. That's great. <laughs> I gave the Christmas presents going into the garbage. Perfect. And meanwhile, I get a Christmas present for my daughter. And, I, you know, I love my daughter. She's great. Yeah. And you know she's she subliminal messages me through my Christmas gifts. So the first gift I open is some fancy French face cream. Ooh, okay. Lingerie or something. I forget. She thinks you need face cream. And the next present I open is a Prolon box. Oh, okay. So lose like some weight and get so, your face figured out. Right, so Dad's fat and wrinkly. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> 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 you send like some sort of message to me? Uh, uh, apparently, yes. I yeah. mean, that's the way I would take it. I guess you, they watch in the morning. I'm assuming sometimes. So maybe I was, you know, a little tired one morning or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is what you have to look forward to. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta enjoy this part of their life. Yeah. Then they're gonna become teenagers. Mm -hmm. You're gonna want to just absolutely stick toothpicks in your eyes. Yeah. Uh, when you get through some of that stuff. Sure. Then they're gonna go away to college. Then they're gonna come back, and then they're gonna buy you gifts to tell you what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pretty normal trajectory for a female these days. <laughs> I couldn't believe like. that I was putting like French face cream on my face the other night. And was it working? I don't know. What was it supposed to do? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. At least she didn't give you like a coupon for Botox or something. Well, yeah, that's true. That would have been really like. I'm not a needle guy, man. Just no, no needles needle in the face. Guy. Not a needle. Guy. You know any men who do Botox? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I do. Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of guys do. No, I'm saying, do you know any in your life? That do? In my life? I'm sure I do. I'm okay. sure I do. Okay. But they I, mean, have I work in TV, so I'm thinking that, you know, somebody's doing something. Somebody's doing it. Okay. All right. So, I mean, like, you know a guy who gets his butthole bleached, so you must know a guy who gets Botox, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I, I do have some weird friends in my life, yes. <laughs> I do. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that. Yes. Yeah. Right, and they don't hide from it. That guy does no, not no, hide no, from no, it. No, no, he just, Actually, the last time he did it, he shot a selfie and sent it to us. <laughs> laying on his stomach. Yeah. yeah. It's not a lie. Yeah, no, it's not a lie. <laughs> it is not a lie. All right. Uh, so uh, all that is very good. Thank you for that picture yesterday yes. of Winnie Doo Doo in the, uh, the Vikings hat. Uh, what did you make yesterday of what was going on with the Jets in this clean-out-your-locker press conference? A couple of headlines come out of it. Of course, the Zach Wilson stuff. Rob Sala still having his back. Zach Wilson saying that he wants to be here, loves the organization. If they bring in a veteran, then he's going to make that guy's life hell because he wants to compete with them in a positive way. All of these things that were going on. So are we to take what those two guys said at face value yesterday in Rob Sala and Zach Wilson? I actually believed that they were genuine now this is a tough spot the season ended everybody's disappointed there's microphones in your face there's a long way to go in this offseason opportunities from other teams phone calls from other general managers guys becoming available that you didn't necessarily think would be available like there's a long way to go so i don't think that the jets can definitively say that zach Wilson's is going to be there next year but they really did convince me that that was a strong possibility with what they were saying well yesterday. just all you have to do is look at the giants and daniel jones i mean you know they could have gotten rid of him after year three but they didn't they st they stuck with him uh, so he, this is year two for Zach. Um, well, whether we like it or not, or whether we think this is going to work or not, I, I just, my thing is, is they come back next year and he's the starting quarterback and he goes out there and has a couple bad games. I, I can't even imagine what the uh, reaction is going to be from their fan base. Uh, I think there's a fan, there's part of the fan base that wants to give him time, wants to, because they see the arm talent, but they also see like the knuckle headedness of the mistakes that he has made and, and some of the, like everybody says, all right, he ran a 4-4, four -four. he's a great athlete, he's got a great arm, but he also, in some way, shape, or form, has pissed off his teammates. That's another part of this that we continue to talk about. But I think the going thought in the NFL is if you draft a guy that high, you got to give him at least three years. You just have to, no matter how bad it is, you have to give him three years to show you whether they gave that to Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. He needs three years, and maybe they catch lightning in a bottle next year, and maybe this young man figures it out, and maybe he comes back 
with a better understanding of the offense. And that leads me to believe that they're going to probably keep the offensive guys and keep the system because the last thing you want to do is bring in another guy and start a whole nother system awesome. after this guy hasn't figured even hasn't even been able to figure out this system. <laughs> See, that's what's very tricky about this situation. So, of course, you're right about that. Now, changing the offense and then all of that that comes with it. But they need somebody who is not flying by the seat of their pants on this coaching staff. And that's what they have done since these guys have been hired. Rob Sala just said it in that cut to Jerry play. I, I'm just trying to figure this whole thing out. They need a guy who has figured it out on that staff. Now, you want to tell me they're going to bring in a veteran coach who is going to give his ideas to the Mike LaFleur system and be able to collaborate and not give him a whole new offense? Maybe that's the answer. But there is no way that they can bring back everybody on this offensive staff without adding a veteran. Now, they did talk about that yesterday, about how that would be a possibility. Rob Sala did address that. All right, so, you know, here's the thing, too, and I was saying this uh, towards the end of the show yesterday, and I'll say it again this morning. So, remember where Rob Sala comes from. He comes from this Mike Shanahan lineage all the way down to Kyle Shanahan, was his defensive coordinator, worked with Pete Carroll in Seattle. I mean, he's been around a lot of really good coaches. And, you know, I'm sure that he has reached out to all of these coaches to talk to them about this specific position and situation that the Jets find themselves in. And I would imagine that, you know, as the fan base is not going to be patient, they're probably preaching patience to Rob Sala when it comes to, uh, you know, Zach Wilson. And I would also imagine that. You know, Mike LaFleur has got to be talking to his brother. Mike LaFleur has got to be talking to Kyle Shanahan. Now, I know Kyle Shanahan's in the playoffs and all that other stuff. They're probably not going to bother him, you know, in the middle of all this. But, you know, there are moments where coaches reach out to each other. Hey, can we have a conversation? Stuff like that. So I'm sure that they are getting all of this advice from across the league, from the groups that they have been in for all these years. You know, and and Michael Floor is running the offense that Matt LaFleur is running, that Kyle Shanahan's running, that Mike McDaniels is running. Mike McDaniel, I should say, is running. They're all running the same offense. And, you know, there are times where this offense looks like it was the real deal, especially when Brees Hall was healthy. You know, that's the one thing that people have a misnomer about the 49ers. You know, Mike Shanahan, the father of Kyle Shanahan, you know, one of the fathers of the zone running scheme and the backside cut blocks that now have been uh, eliminated from the league, uh, and it was all about running, running, running with Terrell Davis. Remember that? I mean, of course, just yeah. pound and run the ball. Mm-hmm. And the misnomer about the 49ers is that they're fancy. That there's a lot of movement and a lot of this and all this stuff. Uh, uh-uh. they run the freaking ball, and they want to run the ball. And a lot of times when they do run the ball, they'll run the ball with short little passes to guys like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Elijah Moore, and they are a physical football team. Their defense leads. In physicality and all the NFL, I think. So that's the Jets lost a big part of their offense when Brees Hall went down and the shuffling of the offensive line. So I'm thinking that these coaches and this staff and this organization are getting advice from people in their lives saying, you got to be patient. You got to give them another year. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And I hope that is the case. And I hope that they bring one of those people in uh, if they are getting advice of that person yeah, is available. Who, per- I, who is that person? I mean, I don't know who that person from that would, would be, unless, unless they bring in, like, Mike Shanahan as a consultant. Frank Reich? But he's not from that group. 
Yeah, but I mean, he knows what's going on, for Christ's sake. Uh, Frank's getting an interview with Carolina. I'm sure he'll get an interview with Houston, too. Yeah. I mean, he wants to be a head coach, man. Yeah, but maybe that's not the right situation for him, or maybe it's not the right job this time around, and he's... And he sits out another year, and he can be a consultant for a team or something like that. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I think that there, it is imperative for them to bring in somebody who is not just trying to figure it out. And that that's, because Zach Wilson, as bad as he's been, you got to put a lot of this on the coaching staff and letting it get this bad. But again, I, I just think that this offensive, I mean, the quarterback situation was a mess. We know that. And are you bringing Mike White back? I got. I, I mean, I would bring Mike White back to be the backup if they got rid of Zach Wilson and brought in a, another starter that unquestionably would bringing, get the if job. If you're bringing Zach Wilson back, are you bringing Mike White back? That's what I'm asking you. I don't think so. I, I actually don't think so. Now, and I love Mike White. I, I would not. Do. Now, listen, I would not bring Zach Wilson back, but I'm answering your question hypothetically. I would not bring Mike White back for a couple of reasons. One, he needs to have a veteran who is alive behind him as opposed to Joe Flacco. And you eliminate that whole Mike White, Zach Wilson craziness that has gone in in that locker room. If you're really committed to Zach Wilson, you can't have the team that wore the Mike White t-shirts. That same group having that groundswell of getting Zach Wilson out of there again. This is now two years in a row that that has happened, and I don't think that that would be a good deal. So, no, I, I would not. So I, I know where Mike White should go. He should go to San Francisco and back up Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming back. I, I mean, this Brock Purdy has been unbelievable. I mean, if I would you go back and watch the taste of Brock Purdy, you watch some of the throws he's making, I'm like... Holy, like this kid is a rookie. I know it's it's incredible, and he may end up being the the answer for them, which is just unbelievable. You know where they they uh, get Trey Lance, the number three overall pick, and then they end up finding the future quarterback with the last pick in the draft. And, and the amazing thing about that is that if they go forward with him, he's making no money. He's making no money, meaning they could spend money in other areas. Like they did when they traded for Christian McCaffrey. Which is what they wanted to do with Trey Lance. I mean, it's the same thing. It's they This guy's making a, <laughs> a fraction of what Trey yeah, Lance Yeah, but is still, making. you know, it's rookie quarterback as opposed to established guy that you have to pay. You know, I, you know how much he's making? How much you think? Uh, how much do you think Brock Purdy is making this year? I <laughs> guess. I, I'm not I'm not. Really I'm going to say $558,000. Oh, that's a pretty good guess, actually. He's all the way at the bottom. <laughs> he signed. All right, so he signed a four-year, $3.7 million contract, the 49ers. He got a $77,000 signing bonus, 77000 obviously guaranteed. And he's got a salary, an average salary of $934,000. Okay, well, that's closer to a million. That's pretty yeah. good. That's not bad. No, it's not. I thought it was going to be less than that. But that's what I mean. We're talking in NFL terms. It's pretty good. I, I think, but think about how lucky the 49ers are that if they go into next season with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy as their quarterbacks, yeah. I mean, they spend money anyway. They, and then they can end up getting rid of Trey Lance if they don't think he's ready. But now they don't have to rush him. See, I don't even think it's luck. I mean, I think it's design. I think that, that Kyle Shanahan is a guy that can get the best out of quarterbacks, and they built this team up in every other area, 
and and now they're seeing the the fruits of all that. It's cra- it is really crazy that a kid. Now I know they have a good team. I know that, and he's been sitting there and sitting there and sitting there until he got the chance to play. But I will say it's crazy that a kid like that can do and look like he has looked, and Zach Wilson looks like he looks. All right, and how you could be so off? Right? No, I know. I know. I mean, just and you even want to compare Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson in that Thursday night game. Those guys drafted one, two, and the disparity between the two of them. Now we're even talking even a greater gap from the second overall pick to a guy who was drafted in the seventh round with the last pick possible. And by the way, Brock Purdy and uh, Zach Wilson are almost identical in size. Really? Yeah. I would have thought Zach was a little bit bigger. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Alrighty, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry Recco is in here with another update. What's going on, Jerry? Morning, brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Well, the college football season finally came to an end last night, and boy, oh boy, was this a walkover. Georgia beat TCU 65 to 7 as they scored the final 55 points. Of this game, Stetson Bennett threw for 304, four touchdowns, scored a couple of others. He says his club was connected. This team loves each other. I mean, when Coach Smart says he's never had a group like this, obviously I've never, I hadn't been in, in this, whatever. He's right. We love each other. No, oh, it's beautiful. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's kind of like us guys around here. We do love one another. We love another. each other. Yeah, that's right. Love you, group. G. Yeah, love you too, Boomer. Connected group. Love you, Jerry. Yes, thank you. Wow. You're going to say it back? <laughs> love you back, Boomer. Okay. Thank you. I love you, Al. Weird. I love you back, Boomer. Thanks. Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> go screw? <laughs> go, go, go suck a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Eddie. He knows. Do you, though? Oh, yeah. All right, just making sure. <laughs> That's right. Boomer doesn't like Democrats. We, uh, we get to suck on that all week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's all it. Right. So Georgia wins. That's it. It's over. Uh, Giants Vikings Sunday four forty. Here's Brian Dable. So how are you going to prepare for this? Just like any other game, what you think will, will be successful for you, and try to eliminate some of the things they do really well. Which it's, there's a lot of them. So we'll have our work cut out for us, but our preparation of how we go about game planning, practicing, all those things will be you know very consistent for our players. Treat it like another and game. Thank God there's not a week in between where they can go on a boat ride. Not that this group would oh, do that. I don't yeah. think this group would no. do that. This uh, 
I don't know. It just feels professional to me, you know? Starts at the top. Yeah, but the whole thing just feels right. Well, yeah, because he's proven himself in this first year to be a great coach. He should be coach of the year. He's definitely the better coach in this game, in my opinion. Kevin O'Connell had a tremendous year winning 13 games, but I just, I, if Kevin O'Connell were the coach of the Giants, I don't believe that they'd be in the playoffs. So Brian Dayball is, has got the advantage this weekend. I know, and I think too, with, with Barkley and Jones setting the, the example. Good for them. Good luck. Now, here's your guy, Kevin O'Connell. Remember a couple weeks ago he was talking about wanting to play? Yes. Because he wanted the home field? Well, here he is discussing that. Being back at U.S. Bank will be huge um, for our team. Uh, knowing that, uh, you know, what, what our home crowd has meant to us this year, the environment there, expecting it to be super energized uh, on Sunday. The I mean, yellow jackets? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 25. Yeah. Uh, there's a graphic, what we're talking about on CBS Sports Network. Worst point differential by a 13 plus win team in NFL history. And the Vikings now own that record with minus three this season. The team that had that record previous to the Vikings were the yellow jackets, where I don't even know where they were from. At uh, plus 21 back in 1925. Was that a Georgia team back in the day? Well, Georgia Tech. I don't know. No, I know that, but this one. is the NFL. Somewhere. I don't know. That was Phil's rookie season. Why don't you text him <laughs> and see if he... Wow. Whoa, man. What a shot of Phil. Got a mean. Anyhow, I just met the media Monday as well. Here was Joe Douglas. So, obviously, a lot went on with the quarterback situation this year. Zach Wilson benched. Zach Wilson back. Zach Wilson benched. He says in full agreement all every step of the way. Anytime there's a decision like that, and, and Robert's so good about his uh, communication, and we bounce different ideas off each other. We, you know, we had we had conversations. Ultimately, Robert made the decision to to uh, go, go with Mike, and I supported that, of course, Mike White. Here is Salah in terms of going forward. They will improve. They will score more. Of course, they scored very little down the stretch. As far as the offense is concerned, I know a lot of guys are going to come back healthy, and we're going to continue to add to that group, and uh, we'll get better as coaches. And like I said, that 7-4 that and four star wasn't a mirage. Hmm. Um, eh, might have been. Gotta, it kind of felt like it eh, was. It might have been. When you lose the last uh, six games. Eesh. And by the way, there are coaches who face adversity at the quarterback position that figure out a way to win when they've got a lot of good players. Rob Sala didn't do that during that stretch. They went on this <clears throat> epic losing streak, one yeah, of the think, worst uh, in their history. John Harbaugh is a perfect example of that. Kyle Shanahan, Mike uh, McCarthy. And possibly kind of overrated the Jets defense just a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Well, they, they were they bad were down the stretch. They were terrible down the stretch. Yeah, but they weren't giving up like 40 points like the Vikings defense No, but they was. never got the big stops when the, I don't they know. They get the turnover. That's like, they the were problem. good. Yeah. They weren't great. They, they couldn't get the turnovers. That would that that's the right. thing. Look what the Patriots did. Patriots got turnovers and scored. Right? They seven touchdowns defensively. They the did. Jets didn't have any, I don't think. Here is Zach Wilson, his perspective of the team. I love this franchise and what they're what they've given me in my life and, and, and the the coaching staff and, and everybody that we have. And so for me it's all right, I'm gonna approach this offseason the way that I know how and um, I'm gonna give everything to the guys that you know have supported me along just try and approach it and attack it and get better. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if he does that. Do you remember, Boomer? I don't I don't know if you were in a contract negotiation with the radio station or with CBS or maybe somewhere else, but remember you uttered the words, pay me, bitch. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, he didn't quite say that, but here's Quinn and Williams. I deserve a raise. I just want to be compensated for what I am um, in, in itself, man. It's not really how much money I make or how least money I make, man. I just want uh, my agent going to handle all that, so... <laughs> 
Pay me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, essentially. All right, so that wasn't about me. That was about somebody else. That yes, also go get pizzaid. There you go. That's oh, that wasn't you with Chernoff? No, it wasn't me with Chernoff. It you know, I can get it paid for it. I'm all for it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see what they do with him. Dolphins take on the Bills this weekend. Um, here is Mike McDaniel. So what do the doctors tell him about Tua at this point? I try to stay in my level of ex expertise because, again, the primary concern um, is that we lean on medical professionals for this, uh, these medical opinions, and I don't want to influence by over asking or trying to micromanage what what the process is. And so, I mean, he no can't play. Can he? I don't know that I would play him ever it again. He's not. A he wasn't able to go outside because of the sunlight. Right, I know. He had to sit in the tunnel, in the dark tunnel. Now, can't you make the case that his future is in jeopardy if he's yes. on the football field again? I would think so. I and mean, not just this week. No, like forever again. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that this is even a discussion right now is kind of crazy. How many, do you remember how many concussions Troy Aikman suffered? Well, they didn't record them. I think Troy's on record as saying he's had more than a dozen. Okay, and Steve Young? I don't know. I, I, remember, don't know. I remember doing, I think I did Steve Young's last game as a broadcaster. And it was against the Arizona Cardinals. And he took a vicious hit in that game. And I think that was it for him. Maybe. So I don't know. This is what he's had. Man, he Three came, this season. He had, well, he's right? had two diagnosed this season. Okay. The one, you know, against the Bills initially, when he got up and he stumbled, they said that was a leg. They didn't say that was neurological. And then mm. you remember everybody now, you know, all right, now we got to take every player off the field if they stumble or any of that other stuff, which is, I guess, it's fine. But the NFL is, you know, being very, very cautious in this regard because of the the visuals of two against the Bills, and then of course the next game on a Thursday night is when he goes down at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati. Uh, criminal Brett Favre in a radio interview before he got uh, in trouble estimated his amount of concussions in his career. You want to take a guess at what he said? 25. 15. 1,000. Okay. He estimated he had 1,000 concussions in his career. That's what he said. That seems like a bit much. Was he trying to get paid for each one? <laughs> Maybe. Man. Anyway. Uh, Steelers cleared out on Monday. Here's Mike Tomlin. How are you going to deal with no playoffs? I'm only a couple hours into it. I have no idea. Um, like I said, when I got out of bed this morning, I just had to come to the grips with the fact that I wasn't preparing a game plan today. No, no, you were not. Despite the fact that you were 9-8, and eight, you did not get the help that you needed on Sunday. The Cardinals fired Cliff Kingsbury, and GM Steve Keim stepped away, as they say. Uh, they were signed through 2027, so the search is on to replace them. Did you them. see the report that Kyler Murray is going to be... Yes. Um, consulted. Consulted as yes. part of this decision. I was like, going, that is a freaking disaster waiting to happen. I was going to play if that that's, for you. If that's real... Yeah, well, no, it's real. Here's Michael Bidwell yesterday. We're in communication, and, uh, and, and we should be talking later today. We texted, and, and either today or tomorrow. And so, absolutely want to get the input of uh, our leaders, uh, including Kyler, and spoken with uh, a number of leaders already. <laughs> get that input, baby. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> get in that boardroom, load I mean, up a couple phone books on Kyler's seat. <laughs> Patrick Peterson, his former teammate, took umbrage with, with Kyler and his actions, and that's all you need to know. And it's kind of like the Mike White t-shirt thing here. Like, once a, a teammate comes out, or an ex-teammate comes out and says, Kyler's only about Kyler and he's not about the team, then that's all you need to know. 
Uh, Kingsbury gets paid. Kime probably does not, correct? If he's stepping down voluntarily, you know, I don't know. Michael Bilwell is a, a pretty decent guy. His dad was a little bit tough to deal with, but Michael's uh, brought these, this franchise into this decade. <laughs> you know, they built the new stadium and everything else. He, he may have given him some money to take care of himself. Reports say Carlos Correa has opened serious talks with another team. We believe that to be the Twins. We'll see where that goes. Right now, still no deal uh, with the Mets. Uh, this is interesting. Before I do the Knicks, remember former Nick Jared Jeffries? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he he was on something, right? He was on the Price is yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made $34 million in his career, but hasn't played since 2012. So he's been out of the game for 11 years now. He was on the Price is Right trying to win a Toyota Corolla. If this is a red seven coming up, you won. Oh, man. Because you changed the very last number. Man. Let's see a red seven, please. He runs around like he's a child. He's so excited. What a good win. What a good win to start the show. Way to go. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, you've only won $34 million by playing basketball. <laughs> Way yeah. earned, I should say, not one. But yeah, I would wonder how much is left, though, if you figure after taxes. It's a long time ago now. Right? He hasn't played in 11 years. I haven't heard from him since. I don't know that he's a... Uh, I don't know. It's still a lot of money, but I would think you probably bought a, a lot of it, too. Yeah. Spend yeah. a lot. Spend a, a lot. lot. It's Spend always going to be there. Yep. So I thought that was cool, though, that he won that. Day. It was a nice red Toyota Corolla. Bucks did beat the Knicks 111 <laughs> to 107. Giannis had 22 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Tom Thibodeau says, pretty simple. Tight game down the stretch. They got stops. We didn't get enough of them. Their defense is excellent. Uh, so you give credit to their defense the, the with Holiday and then the... the Two seven footers. Uh, let's go. What are the chances of the Knicks winning a championship? None. Uh, zero. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you do come trade deadline time? I'm sure they're going to try to move well, Cam Reddish gonna... and Evan Fournier, but I don't know what they're going to get in return. Are you going to add, or are you going to try and clear space? I mean, you tell me. What do you What do you do? I think you've got really. I don't know. I'd have to see who's available. I don't know, but I think you've got really good pieces for a team. If there's for a team their, our team or for other teams. I like Randall and Brunson. I mean, just starting well, right well, there. Well, Brunson's not going anywhere, of course. Right. Brunson's our leader. Exactly. So you're you're in a good spot to start. I like Barrett. If a team came to you and said, listen, we think that Julius Randall could put us over the top and he's playing well again. What are you getting? Yeah, that's the question. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. Moving this point. Him for I sure. mean, I, I don't think that he's an untouchable at this point because he's having another good year. Agreed. But the Knicks are probably going to look at it like, we can't break this team up. They might be a six seed. Mm. And we're going to get some playoff games. No, at some that, point, that's the thing. They're going to want to make the playoffs. I understand yeah. it. So maybe if it's it's Reddish and Fournier, I don't know what you get back for those guys. Maybe a three-point shooting specialist no, or nothing, something. I don't nothing. know. I don't think you get Second-round picks, maybe. I think what G said is right. Julius Randle is the guy that fetches you the most. Yeah, I know that. But I'm then I was trying to think, okay, where is Julius going to go? Because, you know, he's the man here. If he goes somewhere else. Trade for Trey Young. He's miserable in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I would love that. And people, undersized backcourt. Like, no, you put Jalen Brunson and Trey Young together in this NBA, you'd be okay. Yeah, it's a different game. Don't worry about it. You got positionless. your we play, we, play, we play with a small group the league group is anyway. positionless. Yeah. But yeah, we play with a small group anyway most of the time. That's what I would do. Figure out that. Um, real quick, other than that, Kevin Durant expected to miss about four weeks. He's got a sprained MCL. You got St. John's, Butler tonight, Seton Hall, Georgetown, Fordham, and Dayton. The Rangers back in action against the Wild, Devils at Carolina, and the Islanders home for Dallas. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If I have my time again... Alrighty, Boren Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Networks. So I told you last hour there was a guy named Edward Brown who somehow found the con- contact us button on WFAN.com that fired off an email to Spike Eskin that said, uh, I was a horse jockey in Ohio when Boomer was a rookie quarterback, and he and two other players came to the track to race donkeys. I think Big Dave Remington won, and Boomer was either second or last. I wonder if he remembers it. I'm sure he couldn't forget that. Now, when I brought it up last hour, he said, I vaguely remember being on a donkey or a donkey or the track or something. Yeah. So we've done some investigation since then. And uh, first off, uh, Eddie in Maryland, the guy who sent this email, <laughs> is on the phone. Eddie, the donkey guy. What's up, Eddie? Good morning. Hey, Boomer. I'm from Maryland. But I rode in Ohio, Northern Kentucky when I was racing. So I always loved your quarterbacking. So Big Dave Remington, I think, won that donkey race. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so Eddie, it was at Turfway Raceway. And uh, I did touch base with Dave Remington this, mor- this morning. And I asked him, you know, Dave, did we race donkeys back in the day? And he said, yes, it was uh, at the Turfway track near our homes. And we did it for charity. And then he went on and I said, I said, who won? Did I win? And he said, no, I don't think anybody won. The donkeys barely survived and we lost all of our dignity. You beat me and my poor donkey was dragged across the finish line by him. So, yes, we did raise the donkeys. And I appreciate you bringing that up some 40 years later. Well, how about when Collinsworth raced the 100-yard dash against the slowest horse at the racetrack? I do remember that as well, too. So he we raced did a, a horse? Yeah, we, did a, we yeah. did a lot of weird things back in the day, yes. Wow. Yes. Well, we didn't have the money like, we weren't getting paid the money like they do now. Right, of course. That's the <laughs> point. So we did anything. Yeah, we did anything. Yeah, and uh, the horse actually beat Collinsworth. And I asked the guy that owned the horse, I said, well, why did you do that? He said, they paid me. I said, good reason. Yeah, that's a very good reason. <laughs> uh, Eddie, so uh, how long were you a jockey? My voice cracked. Oh, 10 years, 10 years. Wow. Do you miss it at all? 
Huh? Do you miss being no, a jockey? Yeah, I had a concussion one time. I, I didn't remember a whole week of my life. Oh, jeez. I broke 19 bones, one compound fracture, but thank the Lord I can still walk and remember things. Wow, Mike, was this on just a traditional, like on the back of a horse, or was it a harness race? No, no, it was traditional jockey race horse. Wow. Uh, I weighed 114. 114 pounds. We have a producer here who weighs 114 pounds, actually. Yeah. So maybe he could. He's a little tall, though. Well, here, here's, here's the important thing, Eddie, is uh, first of all, how did you find the button to send our program director the email? I I, I, I gamble on basketball games every night, and somebody uh, that I talked to on Twitter told me, that's send it through there. It'll get through. And I thought, well, if I call in, they're going to think I'm a kook like the guy with the magnets. And they <laughs> No, Eddie, listen, no. I'm telling you, you call up with a boomer-sized and racing donkey story, you're getting right on the air. Hey, he owes me. I bet against him when they played Lawrence Taylor for the ACC championship, and I bet Carolina and Boomer beat him. So he, you feel like <laughs> Boomer owes you? last game of the year. <laughs> Man, I tell you. Eddie, what are you doing now? I bet one basketball game every night. I'm my Twitter picture on ahead of time, and I've been crushing them. <laughs> you, so, so you're a professional. You're a professional gambler, is what you're saying, Eddie? Yes, yes, but I, I, just hundreds, you know. Wow! Tired, so. And you yeah, make I enough. You make enough money, Eddie. To, you make enough income. Well, I get a check from the government, so oh. yeah, I, I'm actually way ahead. All right, so you get a check from the government. You get you get cheese from the government. Yeah, I get cheese from them because I'm old, like yeah. Boomer. Wait, wait, you get government cheese in the mail too? <laughs> no, just the money. Oh, just the money. All right, so you're you're investing the money you get from the government into NBA basketball games, and you're ahead no, 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 for the no. year. No, wait a minute. Yeah. The only sports you can actually beat are college basketball and Major League Baseball. Okay. The casinos own the NBA and the NFL. Oh. All right. So you think you're one of those guys who thinks that the NFL is fixed? No, it's not fixed. It's just they, they're just, you have the best line makers in the world doing the NFL and the NBA because that's what most people bet on. I'm going against the weaker ones. I had Alcorn State last night, <laughs> minus seven and a half in the four <laughs> Now, tonight I got Ohio U minus two over Ball State. Uh, Ohio University, the Bobcats? Yeah, I got the Bobcats tonight, minus two. I already put the bet in when the lines come out. I, I bet the day before because I get the better line. All right, so let me just, all right, so you're a retired jockey. How tall are you? Five foot five and a half. So you're five foot five. What are you weighing these days? 130 pounds? One, 135. 135. So let me. I've just got this visual now. You wake up, you're 5'5", five, five, 135. You got your check from the government, and immediately you're going to check the college basketball lines for the day to get your bets in. Yes. All right, and what happens and after that? Major League Baseball. I didn't miss a beat. College basketball started the day after the World Series. Now, after now, what do you do from the time that you put your bets in in the morning when you try to get an edge with these lines to when the games are played at night? What does your day consist of? Well, I got a dog. I walk him uh, three or four times a day at, at least two miles total, so I got to stay in shape. Okay. And regular doctor's appointments and things you have to do. Yeah, but you don't go to the doctor every day. I mean, you know, when yeah, you don't no, have a doctor. No, no, no. no, I mean, 
I'm retired. What do most retired people do? <laughs> I guess get a check from the government and bet on basketball. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know exactly. what? You, this is Al. I think I've seen your future. You walk. <laughs> Right. When I retire, I'll be 135 pounds <laughs> walking a dog getting government check. <laughs> hey, I'm oh, my. government check, though. My taxes paid for it. No, you're right. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, no we, we know. know. We know. It's, you know, it's good. Social Security is fine. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, uh, we're talking Eddie in Maryland, retired horse jockey. Watch Boomer race a donkey 40 years ago who's telling us about his life. Um, <laughs> all right, Eddie. So your best bet today is, uh, is the Ohio Bobcats over who again? Ball State? Ball State, and I have to lay two points. Uh, I only do one a day because if you're going to actually win money, the more you bet, the more chance you have to lose. Okay, you a married guy, have a girlfriend or anything like that? Yes, yes, yes. And what does she think about your gambling, your professional gambling? Well, she can't say nothing because I win. <laughs> <laughs> does she have a job? She's retired too. She's retired too. Okay, yeah. she's so she's yeah, also I'm three years older than Boomer. Oh, okay, all right. So she's retired. What she do for a living? Jockey as well? No, yeah, receptionist. Yeah. Okay. She. What's her height? Five five foot tall. Oh, Supposedly, she's... I think it's four eleven, but she likes to lie. Okay. So she... <laughs> you found yourself a four eleven girl. Yeah, but she thinks she's five foot. <laughs> okay, all right, very good. I, I miss what she did for a living. I miss that. At receptionist. You, receptionist. Okay, all right, all right, very good. All right, Eddie, listen, if you'd like to, uh, if your best bet works out today, Ohio well, Bobcats. All you have to do is look at my Twitter account, and I pick ten in a row. It's one, it's a, and it's done before the game. What's, what's your uh, Twitter account? Edward Brown. Edward Brown. I'm sh there's probably 10 million people named Edward Brown on Twitter. So what's like, it's yeah. at what? And Boomer used to throw to an Edward Brown one time. I did. That's right. Eddie so, Brown. Yeah. No, but what is, so it's yeah. at what? Like, give me your actual Twitter name. Okay, let me, let me get the computer open. You don't know it? You don't know your uh, Twitter name? Oh, uh, let me get it on. Eddie, you just told our entire audience here in New York and across the country on CBS Sports Network to follow you on Twitter. And then when I asked you what your name was, you didn't I know it. it I got followers. Let me get it off. It's on here. I'm not the best tech savvy guy in the world. Okay. Uh, my tech, Edward Brown, it says. Yes. It's just Edward Brown? That's it. And it's got uh, a number next to it. 24? Nine. Uh huh. huh? It's okay. The number is five six nine four five one zero zero. He's one of those guys <laughs> who has the. All right, I can't find that five six nine four five one zero zero. Yes, that's what that exactly says. At Edward B five six nine. Oh, you said Edward Brown, so it's Edward B. Oh, Edward B, and you can check these pics; they were all put out ahead of time. Edward B. <laughs> Five six nine four five one four five one. <laughs> Did you come up with that, or Twitter assign you that? They assigned me that. Oh, okay. You should come up with something better than that. Oh, there it is. X jockey. Yeah, you got you got twenty three followers. Well, he's, gonna more now. He's, gonna, he's gonna have a lot more now. A lot of degenerates. Before I picked all those winners, I had two. Oh wow! So you're telling me twenty one people jumped people. on this? I got people from New York. They're the ones that told me to call in about the donkeys. <laughs> <laughs>
if he's hitting every day with his pick, he's going to get a lot more followers. But yeah, seriously, Edward. I think uh, this professional yeah. gambling thing might work out. you got to do something. you got to be like Edward B. the jockey or something. You can't be Edward B. 569-45100. And he needs a photo. I'm not the greatest at tech savvy back then, and I'm not the greatest now. What about, what about your wife? Yeah, well, she does her thing, I do mine. Well, what does that mean? Well, she don't. She don't ever watch the games. No, no, no. I'm saying, can she help you with the tech stuff? Can she help you with the tech stuff? Oh, she could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean like right now, it's just a big E. Right. You need to as your as your profile as your avatar. So what you need here is you need to get a picture of you, preferably in a jockey outfit. That to me would be the best. Exactly. And you could be the gambling jockey. You could be the pick jockey. Winner circle picture. I could put in there. Yeah, how about how about like picks jockey or something? That's what you call yourself, right? And the thing is, these I, I bet Pat went over Northern Illinois the other night a week ago and laid thirteen points. Guys asking for money, picking East of Northern Illinois, and I posted, yeah, these BSers are getting your money and they're giving you losers. Mine won. No, I know. Listen, your track record is there. I'm looking at your Twitter account. By the way, you now have 640 followers in the last 30 seconds. Yes. Well, Bill, tell Boomer he's got six million. Boomer's right here. So I'm I right here. Tell I hear him you. Yeah, he's on the I'm, phone I'm with you. Paying attention. Yeah. Yes. You're beloved in the state of Maryland. Oh, thank you, Eddie. I appreciate that. All right, Eddie. So you're going to go and change. You're going to do me a favor and change your name to like at Picks Jockey or something, and then change your picture. All right, because we got you now yeah. 730 followers. Oh, okay. I, yes, I'll get that done when she uh, has the time. All right, when she has the time. Yeah, let's get something done here. I mean, let's right. let's ramp this up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, come on. You, you're picking all these winners, and you're sitting there in uh, internet anonymity. Let's get going. Well, yeah, true, because uh, I've been doing this for a long time. Like I said, I bet with the bookmaker against against Boomer when he faced Lawrence Taylor for the ACC championship. Yeah, you, you, you told that story a minute ago. All right, so, Edward, uh, good stuff, man, and uh, keep in touch, okay? All right, yes. All right. Stay healthy. You look good. Thank you. I appreciate that, Eddie. Thank you for bringing back some great memories. Appreciate yeah, was, it. Uh, and by the way, uh, Al, make sure you're on top of this Ohio U Ball State game tonight. You got it. Yeah, without a doubt. So he took Ohio U, and he's laying two against Ball State. Yeah, laying two. And uh, that's uh, Edward, the former jockey, <laughs> who is now a professional gambler, and he uses the money he gets from the government to invest it in college basketball and major one baseball. Game, just one, one a day, game. and then he moves to baseball when the college right, basketball. Right. One over. game a day, and he's he's won ten in a row. And his Twitter account currently is Edward B five six nine four five one zero zero. Is that his is that his cell phone number you think or you think No, he said Twitter it? just decided okay. to He's him. probably five hundred sixty ninth thousandth uh, <laughs> Edward Brown on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but he's te- he won ten straight? Uh, he did. He's claimed he won 10 straight, so I have to fact check that. But, uh, yeah, he's got to turn this into something like picks jockey, sports jockey. Boomer's you know, donkey something. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> on the donkey? Right. Uh, on the saddle with Edward Brown, something. And then change the picture of him in a, in a, in a jockey outfit and right. really make this a thing and turn into like an internet sensation. By the way, has over a thousand followers now. Right, so his... Uh, from 23. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Is it his uh, partner? I guess I don't. I don't know if he was married or not. I couldn't figure that out. Yeah, but the receptionist has got to help him. Sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah. like you know, I feel bad for him. Why? He's got the greatest life in the world. It says no, but I'm just saying like, he doesn't understand how uh, you know how he can make his 
name grow and well, we just explained it to him. feel bad for him the guy's not doing anything he's been retired for, for 30 like, years yeah, but for the last 30 years he just hasn't figured it out he and gets now maybe up, he's he walks his dog he bets college basketball <laughs> he's, he's having fun are you kidding me this is the greatest life ever and he found a woman shorter than him <laughs> which is really a miracle <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. I'm curious the size dog he's walking around. Like, if he's got a giant dog. Yeah, like a Great Dane. <laughs> that he rides. He rides, yeah. <laughs> With his jock outfit. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> thanks, all kinds, brother. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 